Are you wondering how many of us there are? People like you and me, who aren't necessarily vaccine sceptics, but are not about to try any old snake oil for a virus no worse than the common cold. If that describes you, this could be the podcast you need. I'm Andrew Elliott, I'm here with my brother Nick, and I want to welcome you to this special presentation of the Sounding Board podcast. If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you could give us a review on your favourite podcast app. Perhaps you could share it with a few friends or colleagues you think might be interested. Finally, if you want to chat with us, give us feedback or make a suggestion for a future podcast, I'd like to invite you to our new Telegram channel by going to t.me forward slash sounding board. It's great to have you with us. I've been looking into some statistics recently. Yeah. Um, stuff that hasn't been, it hasn't been that easy to find. I mean, it's not impossible because I've, I've found them, but I haven't found exactly what I want. And I'm, I'm, I think that's probably because they're trying to maybe obfuscate a few things, um, as as we know. So they. The big, yeah, the big they. Okay. Um, so I've been, I've just been going onto the internet and, and trying to find numbers of people. Okay. Right. And so you've not been looking in mainstream sources at all then? Or, you, or you've not been... wherever wherever I can find them. So okay. I've been looking at the ONS. I've been looking at okay. BBC articles. I've been trying to you know other kind of world data organisations. Um, okay, so actually fairly mainstream places then. Yeah, but where, where else do you go? You yes. know, I've been looking everywhere, and they're some of the only ones who have the, have the data. Um, so I think currently there's something like approximately 68 million people um, in the UK. In the UK. But what I wanted to know was the so to start off with, I wanted to know the number of adults. In the UK, yes. I actually wanted to know the number of sixteen-year-olds and over, um, right. but I haven't been able to find that at all. Interesting. Um, so I can, I, I can, I found the number of adults, and I don't which know which is classed as eighteen or which over. is eighteen or over. So that's fifty-four million adults in the UK, and that's a projection based on has the, has the latest census data gone in yet well so this is this is supposed to be only like a couple of weeks old but where it gets the data from i'm not sure well there was there, there was, was a, there, there was, was a census, census recently sure i remember ignoring it of course so none of none of these are going to be 100 percent accurate yeah but uh as, as good as, as near as i could get so 54 million adults in the uk and then i wanted to compare that with the number of vaccinated people okay right and there are 44 million apparently fully vaccinated double <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry, this is, yeah, no, this is fully vaccinated. 48 million have had one vaccination. At least one. At least one vaccination. Um, so even, so if, if we use, if we use everyone who isn't fully vaccinated, that's, that's like a, a 10 million deficit. Yes. Um, but it's, it's, it's at least six. Uh, it's at least six million. But I, I think because, because I don't have 16 to 18 year olds, I think they're probably going to be more sixteen to eighteen year olds who aren't vaccinated. Yeah, um, but I just wanted to get the to get the numbers to see how many of us there are, and there are there are at least ten million of us uh, in the UK who are unvaccinated. Yeah, it's not and nothing, is it? It's not. Well, it's not nothing when you can, when you think that um, only well under forty. It was like thirteen and a half to fourteen million people voted Conservative in the twenty nineteen election. Wow. So when you when you compare that, you know, if you think of the number and ten million people vote, approximately ten million people voted Labour. So this is this is the sort of these are the numbers of people that they're ignoring. Interesting. Okay. Um, in America, it's it's a, it's even worse or even better depending on how how you look at it. So 
there was something like 80 million unvaccinated in the US. Mm. And about 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. Wow. So they're almost ignoring, you know, what got him elected. In, in number terms, in, yeah. in, 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 in numbers. So that, that, that's what I was trying to find. I was trying to find the absolute numbers. Say, so look, just how, how many people are there? And it's not an insignificant... There aren't an insignificant amount of us. You know, we're talking about, you know, we could be the opposition. Yes. Um, you know, we, it's, it's, it's crazy. And yeah. I'm just, just getting ignored. Just going back to the, the first numbers you were saying, what's the, what was the difference between people who'd had at least one vaccination and two four four million four million now am i right in saying that we we're now at a position right now so this is the middle of september that we're in a position where every adult has had the opportunity to get two yes so so these that that's, that's why that's why I'm counting those because I yeah. think lots of people have had one and thought you know what, I'm not going no I'm not more. going through this again um, I don't trust the government anymore or I don't trust the vaccines or I don't need but that, it but that and perhaps people have been coerced initially as well or you know right but I want I want to pick that apart a little bit more four million people didn't go and have their second jab yet they did get off their asses and have the first okay so the 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 government propaganda worked the the pressure worked for that first time now of course you're going to expect some kind of diminishing return with this whereby not everyone's going to go back because of laziness and forgetfulness and all those kind of things but the fear got them there and the peer pressure and everything else got them there the first time so of all the things that you are going to expect a, a drop in this you shouldn't get much of a drop in because of just the way it's been it's been hammered and it's convenient and you get you know you can get yes free, free stuff and, yeah. and all sorts so what i'm saying is i think it's 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 at least reasonable to consider that those four million people have gone no way not after the experience i've had with that first jab which is why I'm counting them with us yes. for the purposes of this. Yeah, and think how I mean, well, that's significant. Four, it is four it million is. people. What what other I mean, what other reasons can you think of that aren't having a bad reaction that could stop you from going and getting the second one? Well, not trust not trusting the government, realizing that it's that it's a anything scam. that's not on our side. <laughs> anything that's not on our side. So I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying you're absolutely right. I think these people are on our side, but I I can't think of anything other than the tiny, tiny, small number of people who just haven't got round to it or whatever. Okay, flipping it the other way then. Yeah. Either it's still man it. Either it's four million people that are on our side, or there've been four million people that have had dodgy reactions to this to the point where they don't want to have the second one. So there's no there's no bad spin on this. Yes. Well, yeah, and whether they are, as you say, whether they're on our side or not, they've they've decided enough is enough, not going to have it again. But that's that's a huge number. It is, isn't it? When you when you put it like that, when you when you add the number the number of um, you know fifteen or, or sixteen and seventeen year olds, yeah, which we don't know, the which we are. don't know, and they are more likely to be sceptical because they don't need it. Let's face it. I hate that term. Don't you, with, this, with, with, with regard to these treatments, I hate that term. I'm not sceptical at all. I'm, I, I'm completely sure 
I don't want it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't mind the term skeptic. I think it's. I think skepticism is quite healthy. I, I, I agree with you, but I just think for this, I, 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 the term vaccine skeptic just, it just doesn't. It doesn't convey. I think the right, the right message at all. It's difficult. It's difficult to come up with something else though. I'm. I'm completely against them. I'm not skeptical. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Sure. Um, but we need it. We need another term. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't like calling. And them, they're not vaccines. I don't. Anyway. I don't like calling them vaccines yeah. for the purpose of this. It's just. Yeah. It's just easy. It, well, it's better than hesitant. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, you, I, when I was looking at these statistics, it was talking about vaccine, specifically talking about vaccine hesitancy. I'm not. I'm not hesitant. I'm not having it. Yeah. Um, and another interesting thing, and this is this is where people show their true colours. Yeah. So. Uh, vaccine, let's say vaccine passports, and we can, obviously we're going to talk about those a little yeah. bit later on. Yeah. But if they implemented a vaccine passport scheme, which let's face it, lots of people were in favour of, lots of lots, of, and you know, the, you, progressives and uh, the liberal left, as I like to call themselves, these these people were really really. Th- these words have never meant the opposite more, have they? No. Liberal and progressive. But if you look at if you look at vaccine hesitancy, yeah, uh, by demographic, yes, right, it's the poor. And it's black people. The very people that they purport to represent sure. and to want to improve the world for. Honestly, if you look at by by kind of if you look at um the ethnicity the ethnicity of, yes. of people and um obviously, you know, the, the the most for vaccines are of course white middle class people. Okay, you know, like way at the top. But um some other ethnic minorities aren't too bad. But it's something like hesitancy is like three times as much um, with black people as it is with any, anybody else. Right. So you're not just, uh, again, you, you're I'm not just talking about all out. ethnic minorities. Right. I'm talking about specifically yeah. black people are three times more reluctant, which is, which is great. I mean, I've seen some funny memes um, about that. About, uh, in fact, was it? Was there a, was there a Babylon Bee article, maybe? Um, about someone uh, dressing up as an immigrant um, because they were unvaccinated just to get popular again or something. <laughs> so, so, something, something along I'm those lines. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but th- this, this is this is who it would it would hurt the most. And obviously, and, and you're, you're kind of you, people with you know low income families, working class people who are you know on the, on the poverty line. They're much more um, sceptical. And you know, this is well, similar, so. I suppose, to the argument for ID for um, voting and stuff, isn't it? Because mm. they wanted to, they want to bring in the ID, bring in the ID. People who are most likely to not have an ID uh, are the ethnic minorities and certainly blacks in America. Mm. But apparently, well. having to show your driver's license to vote is fascism. Having to show your medical <laughs> papers isn't. <laughs> it's just, it's just. Such it's it's, it's like what I said before. The people who've been shouting fascism at everything for the past five years cannot see it when it's literally right in front of them. I mean, but that—that's a—that was a twenty twenty argument though. The ID for voting, wasn't it? It was, but that was before vaccine passports <laughs> came along. So it was fascism. Now it's not. Actually, no. It probably still is. Voting ID, ask, asking for asking for ID to voting, probably still is fascism in their eyes. But, but you know, not but medical tyranny. But not not, yeah. me, not medical medical tyranny. That's absolutely fine. You know, you need you got to show your medical history before you're allowed in the bank or the supermarket because it's couched in the terms of safety. Everything is now about safety. But safety is the new national security. Yes, isn't it? 
Well, everything, everything's national security. I'm surprised. So the term health security was one that was coined at, at the beginning of the year. And and I and I thought, well, that's where it's going to go. I, the, 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 that term's going to going to because it didn't because it sounds too much like national security, which people are skeptical of now. So you think they kind of floated it? Didn't work very well. But safety, everybody wants to be well, safe. Well, because the um the that new that new uh, internet law is online safety, the online safety bill or something. The, the the names of these things. I mean, and what that is is the you know the anti free speech bill. And yeah, you know, that's that's we are we're getting dangerously close to laws against dissent. Mm. Dangerously close. I mean, we we did a podcast about um, which communist regime was it? We've Vietnam, done a few. Where they? Oh, where we compared the, the legislation years ago? Yeah, that was Vietnam. At the turn of a year. And that was all about dissent. That was all yeah, about specifically not, criticizing the government. You're not allowed to criticize the government, otherwise you'll be put yeah. in prison. I mean, at the moment, if you criticize, I mean, the government is not is not the right term because there's a there's a world consensus, a world narrative. It's not just one government. It's it's whatever the U.S. government, the U.K. government, other Western governments, the WHO, the UN. It's what they all say. You're not allowed to go against that narrative on social media. No, and YouTube are by far the worst, aren't they? For just scrubbing stuff outright. Yeah. Whereas you can't Twitter even and Facebook men- put warnings on things. You can't even mention some things on YouTube. You can't even mention them, and, and you'll get taken down. Ivermectin or something. Yeah. So there was. I've heard. I've heard instances of people. Um, you know, so some somebody will will post an article or you know have a podcast on say ivermectin. Yeah. And somebody else will play bits of that and critique it. So they'll be on this. They'll be on like a YouTube site because they're anti ivermectin, but because they've kind of they've they've played this stuff, they just don't want it mentioned. They don't want it mentioned yeah, at all, and they'll, 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 you get like a strike and the video removed. You're not. You're not. You're just not. It's like down the memory hole. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's crazy. Vaccine passports, though, for now at least. Seem to have been. What are you talking about? The... What are you talking about? He's, he's, they've already number ten has already come out and clarified. Twenty four hours later. Are you joking? No. Sad, I, I saw Sajid Javid saying they're not on the table. Right. Where have you been for the last eighteen months? This is the, this is just the playbook. Do you know what? It's quite funny. Last week we yeah, talked I... about how politics had changed forever, yeah, and how we weren't sure how this was going to look, but actually there's a a specific type of politics that's what completely one-sided there's only there's no opposition to this so what's he done but there's the, the way that the government announces things and the way that government rolls out policies um number 10 have clarified that vaccine passports are like an important part of the winter plan oh, um, for fuck's uh, sake. <laughs> oh yeah they, no, they've, I, they've, they've they've rode back I, you know for the first, it's not going to happen at the end of September. That, that he might as well. Sajid Javid should have just said he should have just ended his announcement with, "In two weeks' time, we're not going to have vaccine passports." In two weeks' time, they'll come later. Yeah, oh, you, they, you know, they, they'll be the only way to get out of this lockdown. For the first, it must have been maybe eighty to a hundred podcasts. We were completely clean, and I was really, I was really. You know, trying not to, Try swear. Not to swear, and then we had a couple. Do it, come we, on. We have we Don't had a, get it off your chest. We had a couple where we kind of started put the odd swear word on. And then once you've got that on, 
you have to kind of mark it as like explicit yes. and Apple and, and, and you're there forever. So then we kind of start to swear. I still I still try and moderate my language a little bit, but they are such wankers that I just <laughs> you know, okay, this is another thing. So but why are you why were you taking it? The, I, any anything that they were gonna say saying, Don't worry, it'll be fine now was was obviously gonna be undone. This is what they do. This is the psychological manipulation. You you fell for it. I I thought it would last longer than twenty four hours. I thought we'd be we'd be okay for a month or so. That's genuine. Gen, this gen, this is what they've done. They they've done it with masks. They've done it with schools. Well, they've, they've done, done it with vaccine, vaccine passports two or they've three done it times. With vaccine passports. Yeah. Oh, I mean, vaccine passports. Well. That, that's that's been the most flipping and flopping of, mm. of policies, isn't it? Speaking of wankers, okay, um, Chris Whitty. Right, you and I, you and I had a conversation um, uh, a week or so ago. I don't think it was. I don't think it was on a podcast. I think it was outside. We were probably having a scotch or, or something. Yeah. And you were talking about listening to Alex Jones. Yeah. And you said he, you were listening to him, and then he just he'd had enough on one of his <laughs> one of his videos, and just was shouting he about postal. Yeah. About you know like Fauci and they Gates. can burn in hell yeah. and, and all this kind of thing. And I remember thinking. You know, it's good that he can do that because he doesn't. You know, he can't. I remember you saying, "Look, who's going to ban him now?" You know, he's been yeah. banned everywhere. He's, yeah. he's got yeah. like a certain amount of freedom. But I kind of came away thinking, "That's a bit." You know, that's a that's a that's a not not harsh, but that's you know that's you know that's a really you know oh, quite oh, a passionate to, thing to, to think about anybody to declare that somebody should burn in hell. Yeah, and then and then I kind of you know I was I was hearing kind of Chris Whitty and, and people um, can't, talking can't listen to talking about. Um, uh, needing to vaccinate, I think it's twelve, 12 to fifteen year olds, for their mental health when they yeah. have just destroyed it yeah. over the past kind of eighteen months. You yeah. know the number of children who've committed suicide because of these lockdown measures. And I, I remember thinking that you know what, Alex Jones was right, and Chris Whitty can burn, can in, hell burn in hell in a lake of fire for all eternity. <laughs> Yeah. And and I'd be I'd be quite fine with that. Honestly, I was I was seething. I could feel like my temperature rising. If Let somebody me... if somebody took him out, I wouldn't be bothered in the slightest. Isn't that a horrible state of and affairs? I, and and yes. I, you know, I'm, totally. I remember thinking, you know, it's just I don't want to think. I don't want, I don't want to think about this kind of thing. No. But it's it's got to that let stage. Me, let, let me let me calm you down with a new whiskey. A new one. I've got a new I've got a new bottle of whiskey. New that podcast was scotch gifted to me um, from. Uh, from the best man at one wedding, good friend of mine and business partner, and uh, he he found this in his newly moved and improved local whiskey shop in the village. Right. He's got a whiskey shop in a village. Oh, it's not not a, not only that, it's got a bar in it. Well, so that you know that you know that um, Bunahavain that I yeah uh, I bought you. So that was from a specific whiskey store yeah. in London, down yeah. this kind of little side street, and it's just whiskey. But that's you can go and you can try them this out. This is and, and this is it's what amazing. So potentially, you and I need to go and sure. drive drive down there and then uh, collapse one and evening. Then not drive back. <laughs> uh, but this is very interesting. This this is not a label that you or I have ever seen before. No, okay. that, this text. This so the name on the front of this in big bold writing is seaweed and aeons and digging and fire and sherry casks. That's what this whiskey interesting. is interesting. And it has here ten year old Isla single malt Scotch whiskey. So this is not a blend. It's got that classic Isla bottle shape, hasn't it? Um, 
And of course, when you've got digging and fire in there, I mean, it had it had to be it had to be something like this. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how. Come on in. Um, uh, let, me, let me open it up. And then we can have a wee dram. So you've literally just opened this. You haven't. I have. haven't tried any yet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It says so by a company called Atom Labs. Right. It's never heard of. Them. So this. You see, I look at this. I look at the the style of all this, and I think this is like punk IPA. This is like punk whiskey. This is right. A completely sure. This is like take. this is like Brewdog Scotch. Exactly. We believe in balance. We believe the contents of this bottle are complex and carefully crafted. We believe that the outside needn't be any of those things. Believe responsibly. And that's obviously a take on drink responsibly. But actually, do you know what? I've never really read this bit in the box before. You know, there's like the warning thing. I don't read warnings. Don't they just, the only warnings I have on whiskey bottles are like, is like a picture of a woman holding, a pregnant woman holding a belly. There is a just... very tiny little icon of that. Absolutely. But the only reason I'm mentioning it is because it says here, the UK chief medical officers recommend adults do not regularly drink more than 14 units per week. Chris Whitty is one of those. Right. The, the announcements today surrounding whether or not um, 12 to 15 year olds should have the vaccine were made by the UK chief medical officers because they got together in, from the different regions of the UK. If they think that children should be getting vaccines and they also think that I shouldn't be drinking 14 units a week, I think they must be wrong. I must be able to drink a little. So awful g- lot give more me my this. fourteen units now, and <laughs> anyway, and we'll just count. Right. So your health, sir. Cheers. Cheers. So what's this like? That's not De- bad. Definitely an Isla. Yeah, it's got that that kind of smoky peaty. That's an unusual flavour, isn't it? It is. It's not. It's not like the others. It's definitely got bonfire going on. Yeah, it smells almost like a like a Bowmore. Got that kind of smoky, very dark. That's not bad though. Yeah, eminently drinkable. Oh, that's going to go down quite easily, I think. Mm, yeah, I've, I've already necked a, quite a bit of that. Well, already. we've got another fourteen units to go before um, the chief medical officers get annoyed with us. Mm. Yeah, honestly, these people absolutely make me sick, and there, there aren't many people who I would wish harm on. But if so, if you know if something came and 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 obliterated Chris Whitty and these kind of people, well, you're and, not going to That's that's the no. that's the thing. You're not wishing harm on them directly, and you know we're all for non-aggression, but they've committed vast acts of aggression indirectly, as far as I'm concerned. I'd, so it this would be it would almost this is self-defense. Be, yeah, that's where I'm going. It's self-defense. Yeah. You know, for 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 me, for the if, wider if, public, if we could prevent further, further it's the death. greater good. It's the greater good. I mean, ironically, it is, isn't it? Uh, to to try, I mean, right. So you know these stats. I I, I wish I had them. Um, I haven't I haven't prepared. The the stats showing that boys are six times more likely to die or get a heart condition or something. I'm sure it's something as simple. No, it's no, it's six boys are six times more likely to die if they take the vaccine than if they get COVID. In this age bracket, yeah, I, I, or thirteen times. I was going to say you know it's pretty it more matter. like that. I mean, they've got more chance of. Um, I think, but this has been bad. There's been a study that specific, gave a multiplier. Sure, but but they've got. The do thing, do things, you know how they found it out? They gave the vaccine to boys, and boys died. 
that's the only way you can work out whether or not more boys died of vaccines than of COVID. You give the vaccines to boys and you count how many died. That that's that's where I'm coming from. That's how incensed I am about this. Is that if you have that stat, you've already done something wrong. You killed children. How how do how do parents put their kids into these studies? Well, they're thinking greater good, I think. They're blinded by what they consider to be greater good. Because they think they clearly think that the health of everyone else's children is more important than the health of their own child. That is just so sick, evil. Yes, I can't. I cannot. The, how, the how, ethics surrounding that do not exist, as far as I'm concerned. How can you sacrifice? How can you potentially give your child a lethal injection? And for, that's just the deaths. I, I say, I'll say it again. There are fates worse than death, and some of these adverse reactions you do not want to live with. Well, no, they, and he, they're life changing. Yeah, I mean, I, as, as I said before, I know someone who knows someone who's been paralysed. Yes, through having one of the vaccines. Um, it's 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 yeah, it's it's un, it's unbelievable. How how is that how is that seem to be a good thing? How can you how can you sacrifice your children? Uh, Not I, taking a vaccine definitely won't kill you. Yeah, because I, I, we know that vaccines will kill some some people. So not taking them straight away, that, that outcome is off off the table. You just have to look at the stats on COVID with, with kids. Wait, is to it, know you need to do nothing at all. Statistically, it's nothing. It's something like 0.001%. So I think it's even less it's, than that. It's, it's incredible. It's in the number of noughts one. I mean, you've got more chance of getting struck by lightning, I think, up to a certain age. Oh, yeah. You've got more chance of drowning, getting killed by a shark. There are so many things that are more likely yes. to kill you. Well, we went through these last year, mm. when it was all dying down in the middle of last year. I just, I just putting can't, on your trousers and all this I, kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah I can't... I can't I can't imagine. You know, how some things you can think, oh yeah, I can, I can kind of put myself in someone's shoes. I can't imagine ever putting my kid in any kind of a medical study, unless it was something that could potentially do. You know, let's say if your child already ch- had, if your something. child had leukemia and, and there was some yes. treatment that may work, and you but- were balancing a short life versus maybe a shorter life, but maybe a longer life. Yes, you know the, the, it's you know the, the the outlook is is terrible. You might they might have six months. Maybe let's do a hail mary pass. Yeah. I can I can I can completely understand that. But I probably yeah. would go for that. Yeah, and you'd go experiment again. The whole point. This is where gene therapies came in. They came in as cancer treatments to try and prolong people's lives. You had to keep taking them, <laughs> booster shots, anyone, mm. in order for them to supposedly work. But the whole point is they had risks. Of course, they had side effects. But you're talking about comparing it to to death. You're talking about very very short lifespan, or you try one of these things. That that's when you do it. That's the kind but of I emergency just, situation. I can't I can't imagine putting I can't imagine putting my child in one of these no. in any kind of any kind of medical but trial. I, but I don't know how experimenting on how can you experiment? I mean, experimenting on children is evil enough. Experimenting on your own children. Yeah, that is just um, though, aren't they? Lost for words. They're, they're completely brainwashed. I mean, I feel sorry for those people. I feel sorry for those kids. Yes. I, I don't know how the likes of Chris Whitty and anyone in government, you know, supposed former 
libertarian-leaning health secretaries, like Sajid Javid. Ayn Rand fans, supposedly. Oh, he, he's... Who, how can he sleep at night? He doesn't... I know they have to deal in abstractions. Why well, say have to? No, they don't. The, no, no, absolutely they don't, but they do. They deal in abstractions. That's, that's, that's deliberate. And that's the only way they can do it. He's not fit to shine Ayn Rand's shoes. No. It, 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 he's not even fit to mention her name. No. It's, it's unbelievable. He's such a disappointment. And they're all, they're all a they disappointment. All you know, any, anyone who has stuck in their job and not resigned and not quit the Conservative Party or, or and become an independent... He took a job recently. It's outrageous. I think you, you can tell we're lost for words. Mm. With the level of evil, but I can you know, it is evil. I can I can un, I can understand. So I can understand communists more than I can understand these people. Yes, Gen- genuinely, I can understand. I can understand disaffected people who perhaps haven't, you know, haven't looked into the economics, haven't looked into the morality, and just you know, seeing how hard things are for them personally. Um, you and know, th- thinking, idea. thinking, I'm never going to get a house in this current climate. This person who is very clever and very eloquent is telling me that there's this new way and just going along with it i can i can understand that i don't agree with it i can understand it i can't understand child experimentation that's just it's so far beyond me okay is is that a would, would you put that squarely in the fascist camp as opposed to communist then in that respect i can't think of any it's it's Difficult, isn't it? I mean, it's it, on the. I mean, communism is all about. I'm not saying that communism doesn't end in deprivation and in death and in being well, no, up for I'm, the I'm, right views. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the self ownership yeah. angle of things in that the state owns your body. Have there been communist regimes that have experimented on children? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I think I think they all have. I think it's it's as in all all terrible regimes. Yeah. I mean, what you know? It's it's you know it's kind of if 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 North Korea, you know. I mean, it's it's part of the course, isn't it? Once yeah. you get to the, again, it's it's the abstraction thing again, isn't it? You get to that point where humans are just cattle. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't matter if if it's the state that owns you know industry or you or yeah, it gets to the stage where effectively that happens anyway through regulation and license and stuff it's it's, it's it gets to a point where oh, they're, I know, they're I know identical it doesn't matter. Here's, here's another thing while we're going on this particular rant the idea that the under 16s the 12 to 15s the, the, the bracket they're talking about giving it to can consent without their parents oh it's incredible this so called Gillick competency named after some particular court case or whatever where there was an exceptional circumstance and the person involved was deemed to have competence and to understand what was going on i can't even remember what the specific medical thing was you, you know well you have to jump through quite a few hoops yeah to prove that a child is that a 12 year old yeah. in fact even up to 14 yeah. is competent in order to try them for a crime yes Yes. Okay, right. So you can get you you are yes. you are effectively a child unless you can prove that they knew exactly what they were doing and they're of you know a, a, a mischievous disposition and there is like there are certain criteria that you have to prove. So for example, if somebody if a kid killed somebody um and buried the body. Yeah. Because they knew it was wrong. 
for example. That would be, okay, you knew it was wrong and you knew you were going to get found out. Therefore, you knew exactly what right. you were doing. Right. Whereas if they if they killed somebody and just left the body lying around because of what, yeah, you know, because they didn't know, they'd be treated like a child. So gotcha. there are these gotcha. kind of things. So, but, but it's not a given by any means. Even no. a fourteen year old knows exactly what they're doing. Yet you can consent to a vaccine. But you see, again, can't have sex, can't get married, can't vote, but you can you can consent yeah. to this gene yeah. therapy. So again, throughout the same time frame, you know, in the, within the last days. At the same time of there being this, you know, supposed announcement saying that they're not going to go with vaccine passports. At the same time, there's been all of the talk about whether or not kids are going to be able to consent or not. And my understanding is when interviewed specifically about this, Sajid Javid or or some other government spokesman, but it doesn't matter. This is government line is, okay, right. So if... If if I'm if I'm a parent and I say no, then what happens next? And, and my child wants to have it, then what happens next? Ah, oh, well, well, you know, we, these experts in vaccines and communication, all this would sit down with you with you all and try and communicate the positives and all this kind of stuff. Right, okay. And then what would happen? Well, we still disagree. We still said no, and child still said yes. Oh, well, then we'd go with the child. And it's like. Let's just analyse that for a moment. The state so they're not owns my child children. anymore. Yeah. Yes, the state now owns my child. That is that is the country we currently live in, according to according to this government. Uh, Again, that, I have no words. It's yeah, it's it's incredible. It, it makes I mean, that, me so want that, to lock the doors and not let my children out. That's North Korea, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's North Korea level. In that aspect, yes, mm. completely. Where, where are they coming from? What, what, and where, where are the? I know you, you accuse me of being black pilled on occasion. Where, where are the parents in all this? Where, where are the parents? I mean, how, how many parents are going along with this? Too many. Okay. Too many. Right. So you know, Pfizer have now applied for approval for the um, five to fifteens, five to sorry, five to twelves. Five to twelves. Yep. Now, Mike, I've got two primary age children. So they are currently them. unaffected until Pfizer get the approval on that. Have there been any changes? Have there been any changes, Nick, to this vaccine? Or is it the same vaccine? Is it the same drug? Same treatment that they're giving? It's exactly the same. It's just a different dose. They've just class- classically done the smaller people take less thing. Because there's only so many trillion. So can five-year-olds consent? Can can your five year old want to you know want to take the vaccine? And if they can't consent, who makes the decision? Is it you or is it the state? I mean, I don't know what how old the uh, the child was in this Gillick case, but they're using it to justify twelve to fifteen. They they surely cannot use that to justify under twelves. It's just I'm 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 so I'm so lost for words. It's it's the kind of it's the speed at which I mean yes is 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 a it's a new kind of evil as as a voluntarist you kind of know that ninety nine percent of the people don't agree with you okay yes. and I've known this for a long I'm, time I'm used to being in the minority I've, I've known this for a long time in that you know I can count the number of people on one hand that would agree with me on on things um, but you don't expect people to disagree with you as much as this on things like child experimentation. Yeah, that's you know that, that's 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 not that's even, surprised even me. So yeah. it's not even experimentation. 
We're getting this wrong as well, isn't it? Aren't we? Well, they've, already, they've already experimented on the adults. And people died. In fact, there's been the experimentation. There's a study now that shows that boys are more likely to die from taking this mm. than getting COVID. So the experiments are over. We don't need any more trials. The, the experiment's done. This is now just, call it torture, call it a, you know, Russian roulette death shot. Call it just harm. But this is this is willful harm of children. And it, it's all of it. It's abuse, it's exploitation. It's, I, I don't have any other words other than to say evil. I mean, you, you get into that point where you start getting almost biblical in these Hmm. in these descriptions of what it is and I, I don't i don't know how else to describe these people other than possessed it's almost you know it's almost worth i don't know how long it would take to get qualified to it's probably too long but to get qualified to give these vaccines really yeah to actually administer the jabs to themselves. actually administer the jabs what because you want to get the inside edge on it or you want to start giving people saline or what yeah so i just there was that, there was that nurse in america wasn't there who got who, was, who gave out thousands of saline. Oh, what a hero. Yeah, t- that's a hero. That's, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, you know, take a job um, administering vaccines. Well, we were going to do this as COVID marshals, weren't we? We were. We were going to do this as COVID <laughs> marshals. Um, but, and then just, Doesn't that seem a whole lot less serious? Mm. Whether or not someone was wearing a mask or social distancing or standing on a spot in a, in a supermarket and obeying a one-way system. But if I, if I, was, if I was like a vaccine ad- administrator or whatever you call them, jabber... Um, if I was a vaccine jabber, then you know you could you could just get you know you could just let, get the word out. Anyone who doesn't want the vaccine, come to me. I'll give you a shot of saline. And I'll give you a certificate and and get on with your life. I'll do your kids. Well, you could have um, a, you could have you could have a shot um, kind of Sadiq Khan style, couldn't you? Where you just like leave the lid on <laughs> and stuff like. It. But you know, just just to be able to get in there and just to be able to get in there and perhaps you know fake a few vaccine passports sign sign any certificate that anyone wants who doesn't want to get the vaccine but you want a certificate just to yeah. get on with your lives that you know that would be worth doing i mean i mean certainly there it's it's a very realistic possibility that you and i are going to have to find someone on the inside to get mm. uh, or 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 to engage in some kind of fraud like that's the wrong word. It's 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 not fraud when it's that unethical, is it? No. <laughs> For them doing it, but you get what I'm saying. To have to to falsify in the eyes of of the state your COVID certification. Well, here's the other thing. They, the, I mean, the tactic could quite simply be push for vaccine only passports, knowing that you're going to pull back to a vaccine or a test. And I don't, I don't hear, I, I, I saw cheers on social media of people saying, you know, oh, they've, you know, this is, this is great news. We've won. They're not, they're not going to implement vaccine passports and ignoring the 24 hours later clarification type stuff that they say that they always do. It's not far enough. There shouldn't be any pass. There shouldn't be anything where you need to get tested before you go anywhere. Where you can show your, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't even make any sense. Bearing in mind that even Robert Peston has found out now that more people are vaccinated and get sick than unvaccinated and get sick, and that's that's a those are per hundred thousand, mm. you know, numbers. Those aren't, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's fascinating that he's maybe come to his senses on that. If it, if only a seasoned mainstream political journalist of, you know, someone. 
popular in the last 10 years could have looked at these numbers before. But now he had to get ill first. But at least he has looked at those numbers now. I mean, is it, yeah, so it's, again, it's because these statistics are so difficult to, uh, to come by. I mean, so, so if, you look at, if you look at Israel, something like 80% of them are vaccinated. You, right, you said these, these statistics are difficult to come by, but the, I mean, the, the simple graphs that are out there showing percentage of people vaccinated and number of deaths and cases. I mean, those are very easy to come by. But trying to work out how effective the vaccines are is, isn't, isn't, always, isn't always easy. So uh, Israel is, I think, 80% vaccinated um, and 60% of the people in hospital with COVID are vaccinated. So it must do something, otherwise 80% of the people in hospital would be, would be vaccinated. But then it's trying to work out how many of the of the twenty percent that it's you know done. How many have had these other adverse reactions? And do, do you see well, what I'm assuming saying? Assuming that every single person who's been vaccinated has come into contact with the virus, though, you'd, you'd have to have a hundred percent of the people vaccinated would have to come into contact with the virus in order to show that it did do something or didn't do something. Well, no, but just just assuming that the the percentage of uh, people who come in contact with the virus and are vaccinated is, is similar to the people who are unvaccinated who come in contact with the virus. Again, there are so many, there are so many assumptions. Yes, it's, it's, it's... you have to make assumptions. You have to, in, and in the same way that all the assumptions were made at the beginning of this year and the end of last year, I'm, I'm talking UK now in terms of numbers because we started vaccinating people in December, and what happened? The cases started going up. And I, well, I've talked about this before, the fact that there is this third class of people that are people who've had a jab or had two jabs and and with you know before this couple of weeks period before they class you as vaccinated those are the people that were dying the most these people are so i mean so, some of them so i know i know people who are double vaccinated and i know someone who's double uh, jabbed that's the term everyone uses isn't it yeah double. So, so, so i've been double jabbed that's, that's um, what you hear i say no someone from like i've seen people on someone on twitter um and they've uh so they've been double jabbed, um, and were you know were were so happy about it. Of course they were so happy about it at the time. Now her and a partner have uh, have got it, um, and pretty much everyone I know blaming has got it. Blaming the unvaccinated, like bloody unvaccinated kids. Right? How do how? you know? How do you know? You you are, you are proof that vaccinated people can get it. You, you know, you probably you could have got it from a vaccinated person. You're probably passing but it it's on. Further than that, you're proof it doesn't work. That's what I mean. So how how do you regardless know? of how you got it, whether you got it from a vaccinated or unvaccinated person is irrelevant. You got it. That the, the argument should stop there. Stop working out where you got it from. Why did you get it? You've been vaccinated. That shouldn't have happened. While the CDC change, is it CDC or WHO? No, I think it's the CDC who've now amended their definition of vaccine. Okay, so, so does they it now change? They change the words, uh, and it it includes. They've taken out the words immunity. <laughs> oh, you're joking! And changed it to protection, something that. Uh, but even even then, I think well, it clearly doesn't protect you. Ah, something that instigates an immune response. Well, that used to be categorically what it wasn't. That's yes, because, because Fauci's original mRNA his, his, his vaccines got rejected. Vaccines, yeah, they got rejected. So just because it insti- instigates an immune response does not make it a vaccine. That's the words of the U.S. Patent Office. Not anymore, because it's okay because they've changed the definition. 
Because that's what you do now. You change the definition of pandemic. You change the definition of vaccine. Of you woman. change the definition of immune. You change the definition of, of woman. Can we change the definition of vaccinated? I, I, I'm, as I said before, I'm happy to identify as vaccinated. Yeah. And you can't stop me, you bigot. Well, I, I am vaccinated. This is just it's a shortening anyway, isn't it? I'm vaccinated against all sorts of things. I kind of wish I wasn't now. I wish I was. I wish I was pure. I wish I truly was unvaxxed. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have the polio vaccine. Polio's not very nice. You think polio's going around in the UK? No, but you know... More people recently, okay, have got polio from the polio vaccine. Really? Because they've been using live polio in the vaccine. This is Gates's vaccine. Okay, more people around the world have been getting polio, polio because they've been vaccinated. Oh, I take it back. Don't don't come near me with any more vaccines, and I wish I could take these out of me. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? And again, you, you talk about the statistics being hard to find, and we talk about the manipulation of these numbers. Um, I'm I'm not there yet, but I'm willing to believe. I'm ready to be convinced that actually, vaccines were not the reason why all of these diseases have got under control. This is this is similar to, oh, well, it's the unions that, you know, caused, um, you know, employment legislation to, you know, get better and stop people from, you know, dying in mines and all this kind of stuff. No, okay, working that, at weekends. That, that, that and came that, later. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was happening anyway. These things were going to happen anyway. And they came along later to take credit. Well, you can see, a, you can see, you can really see a very clear spike about when the vaccines came in, that they made it categorically worse. It was going down yes. and it went up again. yes. And it was like a huge, a huge spike after that. Well, it was that. a double spike. It wouldn't have been a double spike mm. otherwise. Absolutely. But I, but again, I'm talking about all vaccines now. I'm, I am, I am turning into an actual anti-vaxxer. Not even just an anti-this experimental gene therapy non-vaccine vaccine. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I think. I think there's. I think I've, there's... I've been. I've been listening to things. I've been watching stuff. Um, I, I, I find it really interesting. I think there, there, there's some. There's some utility in, you know. The smallpox vaccine, for example. I've, no, seriously, I've even seen stuff saying it didn't even need that. You didn't need the smallpox vaccine. Yeah, I've even I've even seen stuff talking about that. As I don't I don't know I don't know enough about it. I am I'm early on this journey. Because I definitely wouldn't want to get smallpox. Have you had the smallpox vaccine? I don't know. You haven't. I don't I don't think I have. But it got no wiped one in the UK it got wiped, But it got wiped out before then, didn't it? By so, the vaccine? I I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, COVID-19 is a bioweapon. Are you there with me that on that yet? Um, or, or rather, it fits all of the definitions of a bioweapon. I'm not saying it's been released, but it could have been. It could have just escaped. But this was a genetically engineered virus that was engineered in a lab in Wuhan, funded by... Fauci and his mates. I was going to. I was going to move on to the Fauci gain of function. Shall stuff. we? Yeah. Because I'm. I am totally there now. On. That's what it is. There. There are two pathogens. You have been listening around. to Alex Jones, haven't you? And doing lots of other research. No, it's not just him. But I mean, look. Uh, Infowars has got I, more news. I love Alex Jones, so <laughs> yeah. I'm just winding. I'm just winding up here. Yeah. Um, well, so let's, let's let's talk about the stuff that came out. So that you're talking about the freedom of information request. I am um, specifically that. Go for it. Um, I, I don't know too much information about this, but it was. Well, I'll fill in any gaps I've got. Yeah. So he 
they they've now been proven to have funded specifically in the Wuhan Institute of Virology or whatever it's called in the back coronavirus lab <laughs> in the back coronavirus <laughs> lab in Wuhan um, specific um, and I say so I think Fauci he, he didn't call it gain of function he called it like a, something else didn't he in the acknowledgments of this an expansion funding. of capacity or something but no, it was, in the in the acknowledgments of this funding request or whatever this document was that's been released or 900 pages of it it even says that this this is funded before the end of before the pause in gain of function research yes right? so it uses the term gain of function and references the fact that the money's about to be pulled so this one gets in before that but I, I, lo- I love the way that it also mentions specific coronaviruses from bats, from pangolins. pangolins. It's like they're trolling us. It's like they've been trolling us the whole time. It's like they knew, oh, because it was, because they've taken all these viruses from bats and pangolins and all this other stuff. But they named those two animals that right at the beginning, they're like, uh, uh, tell, them, tell them it's from a bat. And then a couple of weeks later, uh, oh no, tell him it's uh, tell him it's from a pangolin. And it's like either they couldn't think of any other animals. They're, they're obviously, they're the animals right in front of them. It's a bat. It's a bat. It's a pangolin. They, you know, because they're just experimenting on them. But the other the other thing this so this stuff mentions specifically the creation of chimeric, meaning more mm. than more than one blends of multiple viruses. Um, they talk about specific they're all SARS. They're all SARS type yeah, viruses specifically. To, to, to make them uh, more, transmissible. more transmissible between humans. Yes. Why so, would you want to do that? Why if, would you want to do well, that? So that, that's the question I'm asking. If it wasn't for a bioweapon, why would you want to engineer a virus... I'm going to steel man it for you. ...that is more virulent? I'm going to steel man it for you. Do you want to pour another... Do you want another? another yeah, I really like this. I'm going to... I'm going to steel man it for you. That's a satisfying sound, isn't it? Yeah. Here we go. Another 14 units. Chris Whitty, you can go and fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, listener. Explicit. I've gone, I've gone down a, in a, a dark path. I see you have, you have. Cheers. Cheers. Your health, sir. Your health. Yeah, hmm. this is going down well. Where were we? Steel manning. You were going to steel, steel man. Manning. So you never know when a coronavirus is going to, you know, spontaneously mutate and jump from a bat or a pangolin. Or some kind of bangolin, and so you need to you need to get in that lab, okay? And you need to splice, you need to slice and dice these these viruses to understand which bits of the DNA or RNA are uh, cause cause you to get sick, which bits cause the infection, you know, which bits that make it latch onto human cells and replicate, uh, what makes it. So that it gives you coughs and sneezes. What what makes it gives you the, the chills? We've got to understand these viruses. We've got to take them apart and put them back together again. And in fact, if we can make some kind of doomsday virus, then we, we, if we can make the worst thing possible, then we can make a vaccine that can cure it. We can make a vaccine that targets the elements of this that are all natural, found in these bats and pangolins, and we can make something, that a universal coronavirus vaccine that can target all of these different things, just in case, not that this would escape, that's absurd, but just in case this were to happen naturally. 
Yeah, it's all rubbish because they've, 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 they've got ivermectin, which works better than any vaccine, uh, works as a prophylactic, works well if you get, you know, if you if you just got, got it, if you get it really bad, it works well for long COVID. So that's all rubbish. Their vaccines don't work. They've never worked. They kill all the animals that they test them on. There is no cure for the common cold. The coronavirus is a common cold. I know the term common cold covers a multitude of different things. It includes rhinovirus well, the mo- the as well. Most, the most common of the common colds is, is a coronavirus that they think came from a pandemic about 120 years ago. Yes. Um, yes. The- but, they, but they don't work. They're, they're, the vaccines that they've decided to make alongside this, because it's all genetic engineering, it's genetic engineering that allows them to splice bits of vaccine together. Oh, by the way, that document also talked about being very specific about joining. Drum roll, please. The spike protein onto it, yeah. They did. They wanted the spike protein onto it, right? Can we just can we just talk for a moment about how how I thought I'd I thought I got rid of that. That's another daddy long legs, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, can we just talk for a second about how how sinister this is? So potentially, the U.S. government has funded. I think you can remove the word potentially here because we already know most of what you're about to say is fact. Allegedly. <laughs> no, no, no. The US government, no, you just said funded. The US government did fund. Start from there. The US government has funded potentially the worst catastrophe. I mean, think of how many people only because of their reaction to it. For sure. But think, think, think of how many people have been killed because of this coronavirus. Right. Yes. Not, ju- not We can just- all agree. We can all agree. It killed people. Albeit, again, I think that a, a, a spike of deaths, in, certainly in the UK, and Sweden admitted it, in March and April last year, was mainly due to shoving people with the virus into care homes. Oh, for sure, for sure. And pumping people full of midazolam. Abs- absolutely. But, but this that, is... that's, that's got nothing to do with the virus. Just giving people a drug that kills you, that's not a virus. But that aside, but no, but it's been it's been kicked off, yeah, by the virus, and none of this, none of this authoritarianism. I mean, I would count. I mean, kids who've committed suicide are not because of the, the virus, damage. but I'm still counting that as the as the state killing people. Yes, as far as I'm concerned, that is no difference. Blood if you if you, if you if you pushed a child to the point where he you know jumps off a bridge, then then you know it's it's, it's despicable. So think of all the harm that has been caused yeah. by the U.S. government. I mean, how many people die? Died in in you know in in the war in Afghanistan and and in you know in right we talk about just it's incredible they've it caused millions. We talk about funding. We deaths. talk about funding. Everyone talks about the U.S. funding. This was a Chinese lab. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was an international effort. Did they not think Chinese that, that funding a lab in communist China? What were they thinking? They Honestly, were thinking we get to institute. All of the tyranny that we've always wanted to do. I suppose. Right here's the thing. This is Adolf Hitler evil, isn't it? Completely. And I know. I know. I know, I, know Hitler, I know Hitler gets kind of you know the name Hitler gets banded around, particularly if you're in a conversation with Ken Livingston. You know, gets mentioned <laughs> left, right, and centre. But there are some things. What's the internet rule? What's it called? That's uh, Godwin's law. Godwin's law. That's yeah. It. So the longer an argument, you know. Carries on on the internet. The closer the it's like inverse proportional to yeah yeah, the, the chances of Hitler being mentioned approaches one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
well done for, for, for lasting this long in our run, I think, mm. um, before mentioning Hitler. But you're right, this is the same class of act. It's that it's that bad. The the extermination... Well, look, yeah, well, I'm going to call it, yeah? This is as bad as the extermination of the Jews. I know that is controversial to say the least. But this is global. This is, as you say, this is targeting children. It's targeting blacks. It's targeting anyone who disagrees with the state. It's fairly global, certainly across Western countries. This is millions of people. We're up there, aren't we? As you say, we're in the same kind of territory. Yeah, I mean, it's probably it's probably not in it's probably not the same in scale, but it is an intent. Agreed. I'm Did, not saying that saying? more. But yes, I'm not saying that more people yet have died. Albeit, we don't know the stats for the number of, of suicides and the number of people who died as a result of the lockdown policies. So yes, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not keeping score here. But you're absolutely right. You bang on the money. It's the intent. This is as as bad as wanting to do that. Mm. Is is doing this just because we haven't hit the same total? Doesn't yeah, make just it. because you haven't experimented on on quite so many children, yes, or quite so many minorities, or quite so many There's old people. There's still time. Mm. I mean, this this could be the Holocaust we live through. Well, that's a horrible thought, isn't it? I mean, I've, I want to be wrong. I've never wanted to be wrong more. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, mm. don't you? This winter. It, it's it's kind of make or break. Now, there are there are long term side effects that nobody knows about with these gene therapies. I'm sure you'd agree. And our hope is that if if people stop taking them at the very least, <laughs> then they might ultimately shift whatever it is has been has been done to them. It's not that it's not a permanent modification. If they didn't die within a certain number of weeks or months, then hopefully that means there's not some, there's not some. The danger is the ticking time bomb. Would you agree? It's that at any time and over a period of time, just more and more people are gonna are gonna drop dead. People are dropping dead, by the way. I mean that again. I've heard of so many more people that have just that have just snuffed it more after than, after a short illness. There's after a short illness, but there's also the people. So. Um, uh, the uh, the gentleman who bought me this whiskey, uh, uh, his daughter's school bus driver, last week dropped dead. How old? Oh, uh, um, average. Jeez, forties. Yeah. Blimey. That doesn't happen. That's rare. That those kind of things you don't hear about. It's the kind of thing that before would totally shock you of a thing that had happened and the community would mourn and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because people it happens too people, much now. People dropping dead doesn't really happen until your fifties, does it? Because you get the occasional person who will have a heart attack, yeah. but it'll be it'll be in the fifties. I remember my my mates, my mate's dad, a guy who um, uh, who used to he taught me how to play volleyball, um, right? And he he he, he was ridiculously fit and so strong. You know, he was always doing kind of manual jobs. And if you, you know, you get these things that would like you or I, it'd take you or I to lift them up. He'd have like one in each arm. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, and he was played volleyball his entire life, but just had had like an, some unknown heart condition. Right. Had a heart attack at fifty-two, I think, and that was it. Right. Um, but it's not unheard of in your fifties to because that's when you you can start to get heart that, problems. And that's when the congenital defects tend. to Exactly, and that's what he had. Themselves. You know, he yes. just he just had you know had a massive heart attack that that you know kind of nobody could have predicted because literally he was he was fitter than you or I. Yeah. 
um, but just had some some genetic heart condition, um, and 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 that was it. Um, but it doesn't happen in the forties. I've never known any. I've known a few people to, to and, and the only the only time people die in their forties is if they have cancer or something like that. Yes, you know. But you don't get these. You don't so, get people mysteriously dropping dead when they're forty. So this winter, the danger is um, pathogenic priming, antibody dependent enhancement. You're aware of these of these terms. This is where it does the very thing. It does the opposite of what you want mm. it to do. It actually aids the virus. This vaccine and makes it easier for it to attack you, and it's what caused the death of all the monkeys in all the trials of every previous coronavirus vaccine that was ever made. I say previous. Why didn't it kill all the ones in these trials, Nick? Because they didn't do them. They skipped the trials. The lies are surrounding. This, don't worry. This wasn't rushed. It was just. This, this is the point I made a few podcasts ago. People, people, you were led to believe that it was. It was that it, it was rushed, but nothing was skipped. We just did it quickly because we needed to. Bollocks! They skipped a bunch of phases. The, anim, the animal killing testing stage. it on the, the animal killing stage, where a hundred percent of of animals that come into contact with this virus die. With the virus, the, the vaccine is supposed to protect you from die. I knew, I knew this in the middle of last year. I remember saying to you, I, I remember doing some basic research when it was like, right, these vaccines, that they are coming out this year. In fact, there was this question of whether or not the vaccine in the US would come out before the election well, or not. Because Trump was saying they'll be out. They'll be out before the end of the year and everyone went, don't be so ridiculous. Yeah, and he knew. He knew the inside. He had the inside edge sure. of what was going to happen. Um so I was researching the vaccines then, or rather previous vaccine development. Because this was before there was an NHS website saying the vaccines are safe and effective and you know all that all that nonsense. And I knew back then that there was there, there's no such thing as a successful coronavirus vaccine. And that they killed all the animals and that it was gene therapy. And... I, I remember talking about this about a year ago. Yeah. Probably probably more than that. Probably yeah. probably in the middle of last summer. Yeah. It, it's not it's not news as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's news to some people. People are only getting wise to this now. I know at least one person who has vaccine regrets now. Uh, that that's the thing. And I'm, again, you, you talked about the you know the, the people the four million people who've had one shot. Well, I know people who have two shots now that wish they hadn't. And and they did it. They did it to travel. They did it for work. It's like yeah, I know two people now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, and they've and they've not been able to. But this this winter, this is the clincher for me. But right, look, I'm not going to feel. Right, let's just be very clear. I'm not going to feel good about any of these outcomes, <laughs> because one of them involves lots of people dying. So if ADE, if pathogenic priming, is a is a is a serious thing, then lots of people who've taken this vaccine. I'm going to cop it this winter when the vitamin D levels are low uh, and, their, and their immune system isn't as, isn't as good. And they come into contact with this virus that's now circulating as normal because that's what viruses do. It's here. It's endemic. Okay. Whatever variants are going around. But it, even the chance that lots of people are going to die. Yeah. And that, even that, that how many million people you said. Even, even if the vaccines worked, what tends to happen when you introduce... And this has happened before. Forcing the variants. When you, yeah, when you introduce a vaccine in the middle of a pandemic, 
it encourages that. It I'm, co- I'm not sure they did introduce it in the middle of a pandemic. I totally get what you're saying with this. Well, when it's still around, maybe not a pandemic. But when it when it's when it's still around, um, even even if the vaccines did work, well, it's always going to be around. There's more. You're more likely um, to uh, force to get, genetic development. Yeah, to get to get new strains that yeah. can circumvent the, the vaccine. Yeah. Well, had you heard of a variant before the vaccine rollout? No. Uh, no. Nope. The first variant was announced when they started the vaccine rollout. Right. I can't remember when it was. The Kent variant was the first one. Then there was the South African variant. Then there was the oh, something else. Then the Brazilian, and then the Indian. Indian, but it, but it, I think by that's the t- now Delta. Yeah, they, they, they couldn't. You couldn't call it. You can call it the Kent variant. That's fine because that's kind of like middle class white area. But you can't call it the Indian variant because that's racist. Yeah. So they had to start calling it the Delta variant. And there's isn't there the Mu's the new one? Isn't it? There's a Lambda variant, isn't there? Yeah. There's also a Mu. Right, I just, the lambda variant just makes me laugh because of the sheep. Mew, can we call it Mew flu? <laughs> does, that, does that work? I don't know. I don't know. Lambda and sheep. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Maybe that that's just makes me they, chuckle. Maybe that's why they moved on from yeah. that one. <laughs> so either the "I told you so" moment is lots of people died. I, I really don't want that one to happen. Okay. Here's another interesting take for you. If People don't die. If this, if we get through this winter, and it's in quotes, normal numbers of deaths, and I'm not, I, I'm not going to predict whether it's flu or whatever. As you said before, they could be borrowing flu numbers. Well, they have. But if if the winter looks normal, looks average, it's stolen, for the last five it's years, stolen flu numbers. There's no them. way that flu vanished. If we get through this winter. And we get to mark, get to the time when this all started, March again, and and it's all settled down. Still not an argument for vaccines. If 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 you and I haven't died, if the unvaccinated are all still going, yeah. It's still not an argument for the vaccine, is it? No, of course not. Because we got through it without it. We got through this time last year, There's... where there was less deaths. Less deaths without a vaccine. When, a whole period last year where we didn't have a vaccine from the middle of summer through to December. Less deaths without the vaccine. What does that tell you? It tells you that the Delta variant is very deadly and you need to watch out. And that the vaccines don't work against it. So what's the point of the vaccine? They haven't changed the vaccine. Do you know what the booster is? More of the same. It's yeah. It's, They're not even saying I mean, when, we've we've adjusted it for Delta. But when when the, they when, haven't even done that, have they? They haven't said this is the new Delta spike protein. When the survival rate of anything is above ninety nine percent, there's no point. You don't need a vaccine. Okay, so this is this this is this is a soundbite. Ninety nine point five percent of people don't even need herd immunity. Why why are people worried about yes. herd immunity? You don't you don't even yes. We don't need herd immunity. It's unnecessary. Only, only the point five percent need herd immunity. Sure. And those 0.5% could be kept. Probably over 90. Mm. Oh, definitely. At least the over 85. The vast majority of them are over 81. Mm. Aren't they? And, and the rest are, are, are sick and ill. So you should be looking after them anyway. You should be keeping them away from people who are a bit virusy. Well, yeah, so these people should be keeping away from, uh, from the flu, from the common cold, from all sorts of things. 
Yeah. You know, we should we should I be we should be looking after these vulnerable people anyway. If, if, you know, so I remember virus learning, or no virus. I remember learning about. Uh, well, here, let's link it back to Fauci and AIDS, shall we? Oh, jeez. I mean, was that engineered? Was that is that real? That's got Fauci's you know, hands all over it and grub, grubby mitts all over it and trying to vaccinate for it. But Yeah, and it's, I, I remember I remember back in the 80s, you know, kind of being told that it was similar to some monkey virus and, and all sorts. And yeah. Bloody Fauci. Alex Jones, you, you were right. You were right. You were absolutely, again, yet again, he was bang on the money. Yeah. But I remember being told about and learning about um, AIDS and HIV and certainly specifically AIDS, you know, you know, seeing these people that are, you know, wasting away, you know, the gaunt expressions and the um, and the 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 immunocompromised. The the fact that I remember being, I remember being told what'll kill them is something that wouldn't kill you. They'll get killed ultimately by something like the common cold. Well yeah, so the majority of in like because the eighties and nineties it was pneumonia, wasn't it? That was an yes. absolute killer. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Freddie Mercury and Freddie people. Mercury. They get they get finished off because their immune system can't fight off normal things. Yeah. Fauci is such an so he. I don't describe many people as evil. Right. Let's talk about Fauci is evil. Chris Whitty is evil. Yes, we got our we got our list. Right. They don't talk about. I'm gonna. I want to talk about Fauci. I want to talk about last March. I want to talk about the spike protein. Because they went okay. on and on and on. So again, you and I know that there were patents for this for this stuff, the bits of this virus, including the spike protein, from from twenty nineteen and back twenty years. You and I know this. You and I know that it's the the documents have been released showing that they and there's been videos video footage of Fauci and his mates talking about making viruses, SARS like viruses by combining other bits together. But well, we didn't call it a doomsday virus. Well, according to the, the, the journalist who's asking the questions, one of you got on the phone and called it the doomsday virus that you were making. So there's, 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 all, there's all of that. But in March last year, there was something that happened. There was something... Boris was... And I suppose there's an argument of... I mean, I've, I've accused you, you, know, you of falling into this trap today. Of they say something good and then they say something bad, and you know, don't you can't take their word for it when they say something good. Boris was talking about some people are going to have to get this, yeah. And Chris Whitty and who's the other one? Patrick Valance. Valance. Yeah, they were all saying Patrick. Valance, there's a there's a there's a clip of Patrick Valance at one of these dispatch box type at one of these lecterns. Yeah, talking about how we want. A lot, some people to get this. We're going, we're going to want people to get this and get natural immunity from it. There's no talk of vaccines at, at this particular point in time. But something changed in March. You read Fauci's emails. You know all these, these mm. ones that were dropped yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not that long ago? Something happened in March that changed all the tunes. It's like they were all handed down their orders. They okay. were activated. Okay. <laughs> Sleepers. But it's a bit like that because there's no real evidence of something other than they all changed their tune. Right. Once. So when and did it's not specific? They didn't all go. I've read Ferguson's report. When did Italy go into lockdown? Uh, March. Yeah, that's what I think it was. 
and you think, well, okay, so... We can all get away with this now. We can all get away. We thought this was off the table. Italy going to lockdown. We realise we can lock down the whole world. So you think it's as simple as that? Game on. Yeah. Right. Power hungry, power greedy. We can just get the whole world to comply. We didn't realise people were quite as gullible as this, but let's bring on 1984 because we can do it right. right now. So you've got to have the sinister intent in the background in order to want to do that. Yes, they just didn't yep. realise they could. They yep. didn't realise they could until March. Hang on, even, Italy have locked down. Even and the Patrick Balances and the Chris Whitties and the Fauci's, they've been there for decades doing their jobs, wanting to instigate massive government How, control. Okay, you meet Chris Whitty or Valance in the street and you give them the handshake. How strong do you think it's going to be? <laughs> it's going to be limp beyond belief. Yeah. Tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. They are just... they are. Weak willed girly men who just, you know, I but honestly, I, I can't stand these kind of low testosterone soy boys who are in position. I mean, I can't stand them either, but when they're in positions of power, <laughs> I love the term soy boy. Okay, they just do they, they just do so much destruction. Unfit Zuby describes these fears people who don't lift, yeah, can't run fast, can't pick things up, yeah, <laughs> so you've got to get some other way of getting power. And they that, that's, look unhealthy, don't they? They are. Their faces falling off. They're chubby. They they look they look like they can't. They don't sleep. They are. They're compensating. They're com- if they could if they could run fast or pick things up, they they they'd be they'd be fine. But they're, they're out just with something to prove. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to say was the spike protein. Immediately. It's we need a vaccine, and we need the vaccine to use the spike protein. And I've watched the Bill Gates videos. Have you seen any of them? Where Bill Gates starts, he's got his little model coronavirus. <laughs> this handy model I just happened to have at the beginning of this pandemic. And this is how vaccines work. And look, this is this is the spike protein. He pulls a bit off of his plastic model and all this kind of stuff. They went on and on and on and on all about the spike protein. And we now we know because they engineered the fucker. And they put it there. And so that was their, their route out of this was... Get ready, lads, in the pharmaceutical industry, because we've moved, we've moved the patents around now, so that, so that Pfizer and Moderna have got have got the authorization they need to, to don't, do this. Don't don't other coronaviruses have spike proteins though? Um, the, the the spike protein that's 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 a thing all of itself. Okay, there are different proteins, there are different spikes, but this term, the spike protein, appears to be attached that, to a one particular. Is that just one. unique to this? Yes. Right. Yes, it's SARS, SARS-type viruses that have got this. Because I thought the original SARS had had it. Yes, I think it. Have I they think just it beefed does. it up? I, look, I, I'm not an expert, which is why most um, journalists in the mainstream media would immediately shoot me down for not being a doctor, not being an epidemiologist. But I've read enough. I've read enough about this stuff. But my point is. They went on and on about the spike protein, and so that you know the, the they didn't talk about other bits of the virus. The way that traditional vaccines went, I'm gonna I'm gonna big up after after trashing all vaccines in the past. I'm gonna big up vaccines now in terms of traditional vaccine development, and I'm not talking about ones where they fill them full of aluminium and make you sick and all this kind of stuff. But the traditional vaccine is taking all the bits of a virus, but broken down so it can't hurt you. 
all of the bits of all of the variants. This is you're right. You don't do it during in quotes of panic. You do it once the virus has settled down. Mm. Okay. So once you and then you take bits of all of the variants that are circulating, and you put them all in the vaccine. Why? Because then your body has a chance to recognise all of the bits it's going to see. Or you give, or you give them something that's reasonably similar. So you give them a tiny amount of like cowpox instead of smallpox. If it's similar enough to smallpox, yeah, yes, in in, in the form of inoculation. But the point being, why does that work? Because there's a a big. It's all, it's all about recognizing, it's isn't a, it? It's the, a Venn the, diagram, the Venn diagram of yeah, sure, it's exactly, exactly. Cowpox doesn't have all of the hideous, dangerous bits that smallpox does, but it has loads of bits of smallpox. But it's yeah, it's it, a pox. Give them another pox. Absolutely. Whereas this, there was this laser focus on just the spike protein no other bits there are other spikes on this coronavirus the spike protein is the big bit the bit that makes it corona that makes it looks like a sun but there are other bits of this virus. what about the other bits why didn't you if you've already mapped this if you're as clever as you say you've been and you've managed to map this thing at a genetic level and you just sent an email with the genetic code in why did you only do the spike protein? Why? And why have you not updated your vaccines with whatever other bits? I mean, I've been saying to people, intelligent people, people I've known for decades, okay, have said to me, yeah, but they say that the, the vaccine gives you better immunity than having it. People I know who've had the virus and then still gone and got the vaccine, who got more ill with the vaccine than they did with the virus. <laughs> I mean, what does that say about what they put in this? Okay, if they got more ill with the vaccine than they did when they got the sodding virus in the first place. But as I've been explained to people, the, an immune response is your body breaks down a, a pathogen, in this case a virus, into little bits so that it can recognise those little bits later. A vaccine is taking some of those in this case this vaccine is taking only one piece so that your body recognizes that but if you've got natural immunity you've got it from all of the other bits so it has to be objectively has to be better if they broke down this if they broke down the coronavirus into all of its bits and put them separately into the vaccine or got your body to develop if some of your cells developed the spike protein and some of your cells developed the other bits and shell of this virus then i could understand how they could get something that approached natural immunity but how could you possibly compare i've only got one bit the spike to i've got all of it natural simpler than that when has when has a vaccine ever been as good as natural immunity it can't be by ever, definition ever. it can't be His, historically over, over the whole of human history well you know which is obviously it's not that long with vaccines well other than other than the people who died so i suppose yeah, if you're, but you're ne saying, they never got natural immunity yes they didn't that's right they, when, they lost when, that battle when has natural immunity and you obviously have to get natural immunity to get this when has a vaccine ever been better than that never, never. can i can i just talk to you about a bit of anecdotal evidence a little bit of good news are you talking about lived experience? Um, well, no, because it's not my lived that's experience. The new, that's the new anecdote, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not my lived experience. It's somebody else's. Okay. So, so well, hang on a minute. You're appropriating someone else's lived experience? Yes, absolutely. Go for it. Friend of mine, okay, un unvaccinated uh, and won't get vaccinated. I mean, certainly won't now because she's had it. I want to call these people normies, but we're not, are we? No. 
No, no, normies are the ones who just get jumped with anything. We need a new term. We can't be unvaccinated. We can't call ourselves unvaccinated. I'm not, I'm not taking Whatever. it using it as a badge of honor. Whatever. Um, so hasn't, hasn't had the mRNA experimental gene therapy. Yeah. Wasn't going to anyway. Um, and definitely isn't now. But definitely isn't now because she's got it. Or she had it. So oh, this she's is, got COVID? She, ha- she had SARS-CoV-2. She tested positive or she got symptoms of a cold? She got the loss of taste and smell. Right. Which is how she knows she had it. Yeah. Um, thought it was a cold at first. Yeah. Lost sense of taste and smell. Um, so when she had cold... So I was with her for about an hour and a half in quite a small room when she had cold-like symptoms. Yeah. Obviously, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, whether it's a cold or whether it's coronavirus, doesn't bother me. You yeah. know, I'm, we're, we're fine. A um, couple of days later... Um, thinks she's got it, kind of loses the taste, sense of taste yeah, and smell yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Had already booked um, uh, to, for a friend to come over, who she hadn't seen for ages. Yeah. Um, so she's like, look, I'm really sorry. I think I've got the coronavirus. You know, I've got all these symptoms. I've got like a heavy cold. And her friend's like, fuck off. Don't be so stupid. I'm coming around here. I haven't seen you for months. I'm coming around anyway. Okay. So her friend comes around, spends the whole day with her. She's like, obviously not feeling that great, but, you know, friend's yeah. like, yeah, don't worry. So they had like had meals together. Had Is a- this friend vaccinated? No. No? Good, good. Had um, uh, had a few drinks from the same glass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were like sharing gin and tonics and stuff. From yeah, the same- as well as air and everything else. Yeah, and it's in the same room, but literally, literally kind of, you know, share, sharing, sharing drinks and all that kind of stuff friend didn't get it Un- yep. you know unvaccinated yep. hadn't got it in the past friend yep. didn't get it um husband husband didn't get it yep um you know and and you know and and uh and a lot two, of two kids two kids didn't get it either didn't give it to anybody you know husband same bed same bedroom of course of course, you know, of course. Sorts, um you know hasn't got it yeah you know i was in there i was in a room smaller than this for an hour and a half yeah i didn't get it yeah so many people are, are, are going to be naturally immune is it the most transmissible virus on on Earth. Well, this or bastard isn't, it? isn't. Yeah, I I think it I think it probably is for some people. Right. What do you mean by that? Well, it's, you it's mean some people can pass it on more. You believe in super spreaders? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm. Just, I, I think lots of people are very unfit with very poor immune systems. Right, that's people getting it. That's not the same as people spreading it. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Yeah? I see what you're saying now. You, so you're saying that some people are more susceptible to get it, but there aren't people who can magically give it more. No, I don't think so. I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure that virus was in that room all the time, and it was just it bouncing was. off me. Of course it was. The same, the same with it. It was probably in the glass that they were sharing their gin and tonic But in. again, this is, the, this is the combination of your... Well, it's, it's all your immune system... But there's a combination of you being fit and healthy, mm. of you not being overweight, of you not carrying loads of fat. I can run fast you... and I can pick things up. <laughs> the only reason I can't run fast for that long is because of my knee, which is that's that's I was born with that. I've got a genetic thing going on. Well, it's genetic or not? I've got I'm born with an abnormality in my knee. Albeit I can sprint, I can I can totally I can totally take off. The problem is. It might swell up for four weeks afterwards, <laughs> uh, but other than that, no, I'm 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 there. What was I saying? We were talking. You were talking about super spreaders and and immune systems. Yes. And, and... So your your immune system is because you're healthy and because you've seen lots of other coronaviruses, hmm. and your body has taken them apart, and they do share pieces, 
maybe none of them had that particular spike protein. But there's enough between them. But there's enough of these other bits yeah. for your body. T cell, B cell, whatever it is, your lymphatic system went. I've got this. No, you're not. You're not welcome here. And <laughs> doesn't let it take hold. So and again, we just discussed before what the definition of infected is. Almost certainly, viruses, viri, got into your system, but they didn't take hold. Sure. Because your immune system fought it off. And fought it off to the point where you barely noticed anything, if if at all. I mean, you, you described actually... I could, uh, yeah, 80 kilos could, felt a bit heavy. That, was the, lifting, that you, was the extent. <laughs> for a few hours, and then you were fine. Yeah. Yeah, the day after I was okay. Um, I mean, it, it could it could be it could be that I didn't get it and that she wasn't maybe she was just wasn't spreading it. In which case, that's good news as well. Maybe I was just stuck in a room with her and she wasn't spreading it. So it's good news either way, isn't well, it? Well, if she didn't give it to anyone, if she didn't give it to a mate, she didn't give it to you, she didn't, didn't give it to a husband, husband or didn't a give kids, it to her kids yes. then she had one of those incredibly non-transmissible variants. Because mm. all they go on about is so, we, so either either everybody she saw. For significant periods of time, could have been immune. We're immune, which is good news. That's good news. Or it's not transmissible, which is also good news. How did she get it then? <laughs> or it's not as transmissible. <laughs> does does she have any inkling? Have you spoken to her about where she thinks she got it from? Because I find this fascinating, mainly because I want to understand I when we talk about asymptomatic transmission. Not, yeah, not I being don't a know. If she, I don't know if she knows. I don't know if she knows. I'll try and find out. I'd I'd, I'd love I'd love to know. Hmm. I mean, I've joked but I was, about, I was chatting with her, and she was telling me about like this friend coming around and stuff. And it just, I've it joked about me hilarious. giving it to my um, uh, my mates' vaccinated parents be- because the, it, the timing the timing really works. Um, but I would have had to have it asymptomatically for that. To- well, we've already established <laughs> you're the COVID monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh what because of uh, the office outbreak yeah, yeah everyone in the everyone in your office got it except you yeah covid monkey do you think i'm harboring all the variants do you think i do you think maybe i created a variant because that's how it's supposed to happen isn't it is, it is that it happens in a person and that person therefore has got the old virus and the new virus i thought it happened in again this is it's, it's all the fault of the unfit people right so i oh, thought it's not me then i thought it happened in people who were so, if if you're if you're fit and healthy, like a like a normal human being should be, you get the coronavirus, you fight it off. That's that. Yeah. If it clings on and lasts forever and you know ages and ages makes and ages, you sick. makes you really sick. Yeah, but for like for like weeks or a couple of weeks. You think or whatever, that's when mutation that's, happens. Yeah, because a mutation takes time. So apparently, the, right. because what, it, well, obviously it takes generations of replication. Yeah, you've got to have a random replication. So, so, there. so what I've what I've heard is it's it's much more likely to happen in people who are ill for for a long time because they're incubating it. Yes. So if yes. you're if you're if you're fit and healthy, like my friend, you know, she had it. She had a she had a heavy cold for a few days, but it was only a few days. Yeah, and then and she, she could have cut that down to about twenty four hours if she'd taken if she'd, um, if she'd Joe managed Rogan's to regime. get yeah if she'd have managed to get some ivermectin. Some probably, ivermectin. Some monoclonal antibodies and an IV drip of vitamins. I mean, she dosed herself up with vitamins. So you talk about, right, but you see that you, you can't get enough in orally. You talk about getting um, signed off to give people um, vaccines. I'd quite like to know, I'd quite like to be trained on how to give someone an IV drip. Right. And then to get hold of, how hard can it be to get hold of a bag of 
of, uh, of vitamin C and vitamin D. Intravenous vitamin C and vitamin D? Yeah. Because that's how you give people the doses they need if the, to properly fight it off. So Joe Rogan had an IV drip of vitamins because you can get a ridiculous amount more in than you can just you, you reach a point if you even if you were to take whole grams worth of vitamin well, C yeah, your body only your, your body doesn't process all of that when, I, when I'm when I'm when I've got a cold I will take five or six grams of this stuff a day right five or six grams isn't getting in you right you need to take it IV it can't be that hard can it I mean my, no, look, my, at, look, my, at, look how look much your my veins. veins pop out yeah exactly exactly we should maybe you can go on a course I'm not asking. I'm not asking. Do you get much. Do you get the big kind of bomber tablets? Crush them up in liquid and do you, or do you know? Well, I'm, I'm just assuming you can order a bag. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll find out. Look, I've I've got. I mean, if we, if we were supposed to be vaccinating people and instead we gave them an intravenous drip of vitamin C, yes. vitamin D, and zinc. Yes. Think of how much good we'd be doing. So there's, and that's aside from ivermectin, which mm. can be taken in pill form, really, easily. or horse paste. Well, I've been putting the horse paste all over my face for years, <laughs> so um, I'm assuming that this COVID, COVID barrier cream, nothing's going to get in my face. I don't need a mask because <laughs> I've been I've been spreading the horse paste on my face. Right? Isn't it amusing? I've been I've been on ivermectin. I've been taking ivermectin in in the form of the horse paste. I mean, that's why when years. that's why when you rubbed that key. Of your employee who had it all over your face. That's going to die instantly, isn't it? Of course it was. It was the ivermectin on my face killed it. Yeah. I should have licked it or something. Yeah. I swallowed it. I've I've not put two or two together. So I've been been rubbing myself in ivermectin. And Dad's been taking hydroxychloroquine for years. For his... um, Arthritis... It turns out it's arthritis in your fingers. It's in your hands, specifically that people who were taking it as an anti-malarial drug were finding that their um, their arthritis was clearing up. They were getting oh, less right. pain in their hands. Cause, yeah, because I, I was, I was, I, I'm wondering whether I might get it in my hand after um, after shattering the bones. Oh, it's yes, a bit, after, you know, your, it's still, after your bike injury. Yeah. So it's, oh, you're much more likely to develop arthritis. It's a little bit, yeah, it's still I'm assuming I'm going to get arthritis in my yeah. hand. Because it's a bit crunchy now, and I don't have quite have the grip that I, I used to. Um, you see, it doesn't even look right when you do. Oh, that. it's not. It's completely. I mean, that knuckle is completely gone. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's not. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, I can still play guitar. I can still do all the. Still play guitar. I can still tap on the keyboard. I can still deadlift. All the important things are done, <laughs> right? Um, but it's not. Yeah, it doesn't look quite. Doesn't look quite right. That, I, th- I think. I think you're fine. Yeah. And look, I don't even think we need um, IV drips of, of vitamins. But I'd like to be able to administer them to others. Mm. I mean, I've been looking at think of all the soy boys you could save. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh. We shouldn't. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been looking at stocks of ivermectin, and I am narrowing it down to a couple of suppliers that I think I trust enough to just spend a couple of hundred dollars and get a couple of hundred tablets over here, mainly from India, where they've shown that it's effective. And it didn't need to be shown that it was safe, because it already is. It's already been administered, you know, a couple of billion times four, in its lifetime. Over four billion times, I believe. Yeah. But I'd quite like to be able to give people the whole cocktail. I mean, I doubt if I'm going to be able to get hold of monoclonal antibodies, but I'm assuming I can get hold of vitamin C, D, and zinc. I mean, there's also there's erythromycin, there's 
fluvoxamine. There's a few things that I know that to all honest, work well. All, all you need to do, um, all you need to do, is give them ivermectin. D and zinc. If you didn't, if you can get all the rest. and vitamin A and stuff as well, I think. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah. those, 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 those are the big ones. If you gave them that at any stage, whether they, whether it's sort of prophylactic, whether they've got it, whether they've got it bad, whether they've got see, long COVID, I, that would sort them out. I, I genuinely would love, and I would spend my own money, stocking up on these things and being ready to administer them to people that I liked, hmm. <laughs> people that regretted taking the vaccine and it got sick uh, or people that just got sick but that were in that vulnerable camp that were old or whatever I would I would give this stuff away for free come come to me I'll give you your IV how S- how, here, how hard, here for how hard can it be and what's you know it's well you know when you've got it wrong anyway I mean I've been generally speaking when I've been in hospital and I've needed to be given something um uh and, and injected or whatever, it's been done by some bloody trainee. Yeah, some student, and they always get it wrong, and they stab you right through the vein and go out the other side. Okay, it's it's, it's not like you suddenly have to be given some course of drugs if they do that. They just do it again somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't think of ever been in. I mean, I've given blood loads of times, um, yeah. and I've had blood tests and stuff, but they're always. I mean, my I veins. Had someone I had someone properly muck up on me with. Right. I think it was for my knee operation. And I said, do you, do you mind if we let Billy here on work experience <laughs> stab you a few times <laughs> on your arm um, because he's just a student? And he did not have a clue, this guy. Okay. Uh, he, he ruined one of my veins. And, and the, the, the doctor came out, he came, all the anaesthetist came out and I was like, no, 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 don't do it like this. But of course, only didn't didn't show him didn't go right now you do this now you do that just did it in front of him but without any explanation it was almost like you've you've caused nick enough trauma <laughs> step aside but he did it you know he clearly this guy had done it a thousand times so he just went in there there we go but this guy didn't learn from it yeah but i mean it's always my veins stick out so much that it's always really yes, easy you, to you lift it's always, but I mean, I remember when, whenever I used to give blood, I'd kind of go in there and obviously get it first time, and then I'd, gushing. I'd fill up one of the bags like so. Quick. There'd be guys who'd be like sat there for ten minutes. I'd go in there like you know, a couple of minutes later, the bags full. And I remember thinking, have I got high blood pressure? Um, but that's not it. It just means that um, my yes, that's just flow as opposed. Yeah, to... so my blood flow yeah. is really good, and I can pump more around my body with like one heartbeat than a. Than an average person. Yes. Um, so, because I was, where I was thinking, gee, is that does that mean is that high blood pressure? Apparently, it's not. I mean, this this year. I mean, as you know, I'm I'm fitter than I've ever mm. ever been this year, and we do need to pick up the the weight thing again. Um, <laughs> but that's but that's because I had the, the hernia operation. I'm only I'm, I'm basically I'm basically ready now. But yeah, but my my my, my, my vein, my arms haven't looked like this since I was a teenager. Mm. So again, I'm I'm taking that all as a sign that that, that we've got we've got health on our side. Mm. But tell me where the IVs are, and I'll start jabbing people. Not, yeah. not with the vaccine. I don't want to be that kind of jabber. I'll jab people be a good with jab. a bag, bag full of vitamin C, and vitamin D. Because that's what we can need in the winter. How hard can it be? Not not very hard.
If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.